you're here, and we're glad you're taking time to listen to real stories of the God who is with us, stories from real people experiencing a real God. And here to encourage and inspire you with their stories, as well as his own, is the real Alan Dial. Welcome back to the podcast, Real Stories of the God Who Is With Us. I am your host, Alan Dial, and I'm coming to you from Studio Z. We are back. We have been gone for a little while since uh, Resurrection Sunday. We have not done a podcast, and I am really uh, uh, sorry for that, to be honest with you. It's just one of those things that, logistic-wise, we have not been able to get on been a lot of things happening we went on vacation and uh, lots of things happening in the world today uh, i believe it is a ploy of the god of this world to distract to take away from anything that is good um and i'm hoping that this that you find that this podcast is good for you uh and if you haven't subscribed please do if you haven't reached out to this podcast please do and I'm going to tell you in a moment how to do that and how to make contact with me. But uh, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you today as much as I can. Po- Actually, I'm begging. No, no, I'm not begging. I'm encouraging you today to reach out to me. Let me know. There may be a small audience that he- hears this podcast, but whoever you are out there, I would love for you to just reach out to me through uh, technology. And let me know that you are listening. Let me know that you want to hear more podcasts and more content here on this podcast. It would certainly uh, make me uh, happy. How about that? Not that my happiness is the most important thing, but however, I want you to to know today that uh, there is a real God, and there is a real God that loves you, and uh, he's out there. No matter what's going on in your situation, he is there to provide. He sees every step we take. And that's what this podcast is all about today because I'm going to tell you a parable, the parable of the gas. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So stay with me. Stay tuned for the next few moments of time. I don't know that this will be a real long podcast But I want to tell you about a story that happened to me recently that demonstrates God's love. And before we do that, I will be right back. Alan would love to tell your story. Have you experienced a moment with God that has changed your life? Your story could be the inspiration for others to lead them to the realization that God is truly with us and wants us to know him personally and intimately as a daily experience. Connect with Alan in an email to alan at realstories.us, A-L-A-N at realstories.us. Here's Alan with more of today's Real Stories of the God Who Is With Us. Yes, that's right, alan at realstories.us. Please reach out to me. Email me, let me know that you listen to this podcast, and if you just subscribe to it, you'll get a notification whenever we put one up. But I want you to know that God is with us every day of our lives. He is walking. He knows every step we take. And if he sees the sparrow that falls from the sky, he certainly uh, looks after me and you. Now, I haven't been on for a while, like I said, since uh, Resurrection Sunday, 
So I'm a little rusty today, but I want you to know that uh, the reason I'm doing a podcast today is because something I think is that is not coincidental happened to me recently. And uh, actually, there's been several things, but this one just happens to be current uh, of the current situation that's happening in America today and uh, around the country that I think is uh, relevant, and I think that someone out there needs to know that the God that loves them, the God that is with them, is the God that loves them, and that he knows exactly where you're at. At every given moment of time, he sees it. He sees all, and he knows all, and he knows where you're at today. And there may be somebody listening to this podcast today that says, I don't know. I just don't believe that anymore. This is a God-forsaken world. And there is no, there is no help for it. There's no turning around for it. Um, but there is, there is a, the good news. The good news is that the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is alive and well and that he sees what's going on and he knows everything about your situation. And all you've got to do is call on him. So I'm going to let you know today that there is a real story out there. There's plenty of real stories out there that where God has intervened in people's lives and made a difference. And if you're one of them, I want you to reach out to me at Alan at realstories.us. Let me know. Let me know what your story is, and I want to put you on this podcast. I want to let other people to know. It may be that very, very story that someone needs to hear at the very moment of time that causes someone to go, you know what, I just, I believe, I believe. And when you believe that he takes over and does the rest, can I get a witness? All right, now, before we get into this, the topic today, matter of fact, I'm going to title it, I'm going to title this The Parable of the Gas. I want people to know that things that happen to them, uh, that is that makes you go, oh. Or makes you go, wow, those things are not, those extraordinary incidences in your life are not coincidental. Now, uh, uh, some people would say it is. Some people say, well, you know, things you just happen to go through life and things just happen to you and and and, and it's karma and it's whatever. Okay, well, I, I choose not to believe that way. I believe that no time goes by without his eye on me. And... And, and, and every time that I pray, he hears me. I believe that. And, and every time I think of him and look for him, I find him. Uh, so I think that if you are looking for something in your life, and there is a lot of people out there that's looking for something in their life, I think if you're looking and you're aware of what's going on in your situation and you're looking for the positive, you're looking for the good, and you're looking, it may not be exactly the way you want it to go down, but if you're looking for him, he will answer. If you knock, he will open. If you cry out to him, he will answer you. And so it is important that you understand that today. And and, and, and I wanted to come on this podcast after being away for a few weeks. I wanted to come on and give someone some encouragement, some encouraging words today in this world in which we live. There is so much focus on the negative. That there is so much focus on the dirty laundry. 
There is so much focus on this one and that one, and this one hates that one, and that one hates this one, and there's so much division and, and hatred and, and, and belittlement and, and, and all kinds of chaos throughout the country that makes people just tied up in a knot most of the time. They go around not knowing what to say or what to do or what to, where to look and, and, and how to act because of the situation and the atmosphere and the elements and the, the things that are going on around you in your daily life. People are just bound up and tight and wound tight and just likely to explode at any given moment. But I came on to tell you today that there is a good news. There is peace that passes all understanding, and it's a peace in the middle of your storm. You know, we've talked about it just on previous podcasts, but, you know, you have to stay focused. You have to stay focused, just like the story of Peter when he took his eyes off of Jesus. He began to sink. And I'm telling you today that it, if your situation is a storm, if you, and there is a lot of storms going on. There is a lot of storms going on out there. And if your situation is a storm, you just can't seem to get over the hump. You're thinking about it, and there's things aggravating you all the time, and you just seem to be having have no peace. I encourage you today from Studio Z to get your eyes off of your situation. Take your eyes off of your surroundings. Take your eyes off of those that would feed you negative stuff and to try to make you be distracted from the real truth. And the real truth is this, that he died on the cross of Calvary. He shed his love, that bountiful, wonderful, unmatchless, uh, matchless, undescribable love. He shed that for me and you so that you would have a way of escaping all of this. And I'm here to tell you on this podcast today that there is a way. There is a way. It is narrow, but there is a way. And he is the way today. And all you have to do is reach out to him. All you have to do is ask him. Knock for him. Seek for him. And you will find him. On the podcast today, I'm going to talk to you about the parable of gas. Now, recently, my family and I went on vacation. Uh, probably uh, all together, all, there's four of us in my family, and all four of us had not been on a vacation together probably in about four years. And this just this year just happened to be all aligned that we all four went on vacation together. Now my children are grown adults, and um, but they took no friends, no partners, no uh, significant others. It was just the four of us on vacation, just like the old days, and we went to the, our same uh, favorite location for vacation. Uh, we were in Amelia Island, Florida. Now. I don't know if you've been to Amelia Island, and honestly, I don't encourage you because it's getting way too crowded down there, but it is a beautiful place to go for vacation. And there is something about being near God's creation where there is a large body of water, such as an ocean, and the beautiful sunshine, and uh, there is just something about that that makes you 
I look at that, and there is no way you can doubt that there is a hand of God that works. There's a creator greater than all of us that created this. And we're on this vacation, and we spent a lot of time enjoying uh, good food and a good fellowship together as a family. Uh, I'm not too into the sun, so I uh, soaked up the shade of an umbrella a lot every day. Uh, and you know, and the, and the atmosphere in which, which we are now, I can remember years ago going to the same location and we could leave our equipment out on the beach. We didn't have to tote things up every night. We could just kind of leave our chairs and umbrellas and shade and, and, and so forth on the beach. And now we can't do that anymore. And so there's a lot of work involved in vacationing. However, we enjoyed it. We had a wonderful, wonderful time together as a family. Um, and, you know, there's something about just coming together as a family and unplugging, just relaxing and enjoying each other that is your family. And that's important. And you should do it. If you don't do it, you should do it. You should take the time to lay down a phone. You should take the time to get away from your employment. And, and, and if it's only for a few days and to unplug and relax and get in contact, get in contact with your inner self and, and, and contact with God. Let God talk to you in those times when you are listening. The cares of this life is so that we don't listen. Uh, we are so distracted and so messed up by things that are going on in our daily routines that it's hard for us to take time to listen to the creator, the one who created us, the one who made us in his own image. We don't listen to him. I encourage you today from Studio Z on this podcast to listen to him and take that time. So we're on this vacation and we're enjoying a wonderful time together and um, <clears throat> laughing and having a good time as a family. Uh, and you'd be surprised. You, you just reconnect. You, you, you revisit those memories. I, I, I can remember at one point thinking when my children were kind of just interacting among themselves on this vacation, I was thinking this is great because this, I was reliving a lot of memories when they were younger and doing that together and to interacting as a family together in those times is wonderful and it's heartfelt. It's a memory that lasts for a long, long time. Now the story takes place right at the, towards the end of this vacation um, for today's podcast. It, it takes place because simply because uh, it was taking place and we didn't know about it because we were unplugged. But my, my children, my grown children who, who seem to uh, stay connected irregardless of being unplugged um, because they have smartphones and they know how to use them. I have smartphones, but I don't really know how to use it very well. Uh, but they have smartphones and they know exactly how to use them and they can keep contact with the world and everybody else they know and everything else in their life and, and, and enjoy a vacation at the same time. I don't know how it's done, but it's done. So somewhere in the middle of this vacation, my son says to me, dad, uh, you might want to think about getting gas before we head back home from the vacation because, uh, it appears that. There is something, there has been some type of attack in the uh, gas system uh, in, 
in America. And now um, uh, there is a shortage of gas and uh, you, we may not get home. Now, now, listen, I don't take a, a whole lot of st- stock in certain things in, in um, let me say this delicately. Or no, let me just say it. I don't take things a lot coming down from news media and from social media and other places like that. Very, I don't put a whole lot of stock in it simply because it's a lot convoluted. It's not a lot of truth. There's bits and pieces of truth, and then there's really no real truth in that. So I kind of just brushed it off when he said this to me, and I said, well, you know, no problem. We'll, we'll find some gas somewhere, and... Then later I hear him talking on the phone to someone and he says, well, yeah, you know, dad, he'll find some gas somewhere. And so he had faith as well. So, so did I. And I, 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 I knew that, uh, number one, I knew that my trust is not in the aspect of this world. My trust is not in what, um, uh, the government can do for me and not what others can necessarily you know your very best friend will fail you you know that i mean that's true it's just it's it's the truth in knowing that there is only one uh that knows everything about you and here's my wife and i were talking about this not long ago but you never know the character and the integrity of someone until you know how they are when no one else is around now think about that for a moment you never know the integrity, the true integrity, the true character of someone that you know until you know what they are like by themselves. And the only person that I can think of that knows exactly how we are when no one else is around is the creator himself. God himself knows uh, how we are. He, he sees how we are. He knows the, the Bible says that he knows the very intent of our heart. He knows, uh, the, the very thoughts that we have. Uh, he knows what we're going to be thinking before we even think it. And, and he knows what we want to ask and say before we even say it and ask. That's a real big God. And it's true today that he is the only one that knows that. And yet, he loves you unconditionally. That's, that's the amazing part of it. And he, he loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son for you and that he will provide. Uh, his mercy is everlasting, is long and everlasting, and his grace that covers a multitude of your sin, your, mine and your sins, that's important as well. So I have learned since my major medical ordeal, and which you know about from the early parts of this podcast, the early days, I have learned that all of my trust is in him. All of my faith is in him. All of my very being trust him. Now, I still have to go through life, and I still have to live life, and I still have to conduct everyday life, and I, I, I do that. But at the core of who I am, the very center of the, my core is reaching out to trust him. I fail every day. I make mistakes. I, I, I am not without sin. Uh, but what I do know is where my help comes from. And I know who holds tomorrow in his hands. And I know I have been to 
close enough to that gate of passing over from this life to the other one that there is another side. And there is, I know, a better situation than there are in this world right now. This, too, will pass, and everything in this world is going to pass. But he is everlasting, and he that's who I want to hold my hand. So as this vacation proceeded, we I didn't put a whole lot of trust in, in, in the knowledge that I was getting from my children in reference to this gas problem. But I, at the same time, I, I had it in the back of my head, and I was thinking, okay, we need to get gas at some point before we go back to Georgia. Well, I'm going to tell you the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say, just after we come back from this second break, because when we come back, I want to finish up this story, and I want to give you a gold nugget at the end of this program. I'll be right back. As you're listening to today's podcast and you're wanting to know more about the real God who really loves you, there's a way to discover Him and how to have that personal and intimate relationship with Him. Email Alan for resources and encouragement as you begin your journey to new life. Alan at realstories.us Or you may already be on that journey but would like to know more about sharing your story with others. Again, the address is alan at realstories.us Here again is the real Alan Dial with more of today's Real Stories of the God Who Is With Us. And we're back. I know you're going to think that I I don't know. You're going to think, man, Dial has lost his mind. He has slid right over the edge as we progress with this story. Because, I, you know, honestly, you could easily say this was a coincidence. You could easily say that it was a situation that anyone could be in. And that's true. It is a situation that anyone could be in. However, it happened to me and my family. And I know by, because I am a believer, I know because I trust, I know because I have been there before many, 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 many times that I have seen the hand of God move in situations for me and on my behalf. I mean, this is the God that brought me back from a heart attack and from kidney cancer that I should not be here anymore on this planet this is the God that brought me back. I have felt him. I have known him. I have, I have seen his hand move in my situation many, many, many times. And you could do the same. I, he is no respecter of persons, and what he has done for me, he will do for you. That's important to know. So we were about to leave the island uh, after vacation here, and I had we had loaded up. Uh, the rental vehicle we were in, we had loaded it up and we were about to leave the island. And I said, well, I got to fill up some gas somewhere. I'll find some gas. So I, I decided to stop at this particular station on the island. That was probably one of the biggest gas stations they have on the island. And it's got multiple pumps. I'm probably, I don't know, uh, 10 or 12, 15 pumps. And <clears throat> as I pull into the parking lot of the gas station, There is no cars at any of the pumps. There is one car at the very end of the set of pumps. You know, there's 
four pumps basically front um front both sides but four pumps basically at each of these little islands on the gas station pumps and there was one car there and there was a, a, a an elderly lady filling up or, or had just was a, just about to take the hose and put it back into the pump as we pulled up now as I begin, I roll my window down and I was asking this lady about the gas situation. And she said, well, I think he's out. And she said, I, I think I said, do you, do they have any more gas? He's, she said, I think he's out. He let me pump some right here. And I think that was the last little bit of it. Uh, and about that time I looked up and I saw the clerk of the store coming towards the pump with a yellow bag. Now, every other hose, every other hose on that pump, on that gas station, had a yellow bag over the over the hoses over the pumps handles every one of them including diesel and and so i saw this employee of the store coming out and he had a yellow bag in his hand he was walking directly towards this lady i was talking to now i was not pulled up into the line of the pump basically i just had kind of pulled up sideways was talking to this lady so i wasn't actually I didn't look, I'm sure I didn't appear to him as if I was a person trying to get gas, that I was maybe just talking to her. So as he approached the pump, uh, she kind of finished up and she drove off. And uh, I asked him, I said, uh, is there any more gas? And he said to me, uh, he, he kind of looked, he, he, he almost said no. He almost said, no, there's no more gas. But then he kind of just changed. His countenance changed. His face changed. His expression on his face changed. Now, you could say this is coincidental, but I have seen, I have seen the hand of God move for me. So I saw something different come over this gentleman in his facial expressions and his countenance that changed. As, as if he had a, an epiphany, as if he had a, a, a sudden change of heart in mind. And um, he kind of looked around the pumps. There was no one else there. No one else had pulled in except for me. And he said, how much do you need? How much gas do you need? And I said, well, I'm, I, I've been down here at Amelia Island on, for vacation for a week, and I'm headed back home, and I said, I really need to fill up. I need enough to get back home and I need to fill up. I said, I really don't know what the gas situation is in Georgia. And he said, he kind of went quiet again and he was looking around and he said, okay, 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 pull around here and I'll let you get some. I said, okay. And so I said, when I got I pulled around to the pumps and got into a position to pump gas and I got out of the car, my family was still in the car and I got out of the car and I said, pump some. And I said, he said, yeah, just fill up. I said, okay, great. Thank you so much. And so I got the pump. Uh, I, I put my, you know, I, I put my card in the tank, uh, the, the uh, gas pumps, and I, I got the handle. I put it in the car. Now, this is important. I want you to listen closely to this next few steps of time. Listen closely because this is the, this is the epiphany this guy had, but this is also the uh, connection that, I felt in my heart uh, with the spirit of God, with this gentleman that was talking to me. And he says to me, 
Uh, I said, man, it's terrible, a terrible situation in the world right now. He goes, and he suddenly just stopped when I said that. I was just carrying on casual conversation with this guy trying to pump some gas. And I said, it's a terrible situation in the world right now, isn't it? He goes, well, I'm going to be honest with you. People just don't know who they serve. And I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, they don't know who they serve. And he said, if they knew who, who they served, they would have peace. Man, it just blowed me away. And I, I, I suddenly, it suddenly dawned in my mind, in my spirit at that point, that this guy was a believer. This was a guy that knew the love of the Lord Jesus. He knew um, that that this was a real there was a real God and he knew it and he knew at that moment of time that I knew it. And so our, our spirits connected with each other. And I said to him, I said, yes, I said, I know. And I said, the one that I serve, uh, is the reason I'm standing here pumping gas with you and that you allowed me to get gas. A smile come over his face. And he said, Absolutely. He said, I was about to close this pump. I was about to put this yellow bag on this pump because I've been told by my management, my, my superiors that I was not to give any more gas today. And he said, I was about to close this pump down. This is the very last one. He said, but when you pulled around here and I saw you and your family, it's something inside of me. Something just came over me and said, uh, you know, there's no way I can shut this pump off and deny gas to this family. And I tell you, man, my, my heart felt like it was going to explode inside of me. And he, he let me stand there and pump that vehicle full of gas. And, and when I hung the pump up, I said, let me tell you something. I, I just want you to know, I appreciate you doing this for me. And I said, I thank you so much. I just didn't know what the situation was. I didn't know if I could get gas later on up the road somewhere. I just didn't want to take a chance, and I wanted to have a full tank leaving from vacation. And he said to me, sir, I understand, and I want to tell you, I wasn't going to give you any gas, but something inside of, something inside of me told me to give you gas and to fill your tank up, not just give you a little bit, but fill you up. And I said, well, I certainly appreciate you being obedient. And he said, yeah, I know who I serve. Now you could say, you could look at this story and, and you could say, well, that's just coincidental, but this is a parable of the gas. This is a parable about little as much when God is in it. You see, you see, there was, there was a rationing of gas at this moment of time. And, and, and I, I found out later that when I got back to Georgia, that, you know, people were like, you know, had been just buying up all the gas and going crazy and filling up. I, I learned that people were putting gas in plastic bags and, and, and taking shopping bags and filling gas up in bags, trying to put gas in bags that would totally melt from gasoline. But people were, panicking over a situation that they had no control over and was not sure what was happening. But when you have peace in knowing 
who holds tomorrow in his hand, then you have confidence in knowing that no matter what the situation is, God is still in control. No matter what the situation is, he is not going to let those that trust him go with want. Matter of fact, the scripture says it this way. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. And yea, yet, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And you preparest a table before me right in the presence of my enemies. And then it goes on to say, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm going to tell you today on this podcast, I came to tell you today, that it doesn't matter what your situation looks like. You can be at the very end of your rope, and there is no more rope. And suddenly, God can create basketfuls of rope. He can create a situation. He can still cause money to come out of the fish's mouth, and he can still cause it to rain manna from heaven. I think the book says it this way. The prophet said, I was young and now I am old. And I have never seen the righteous, that means right with God, forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. He's going to take care of you no matter what your situation is. He promised it. He said he'd never leave us nor forsake us even to the end of the world. And I want you to trust on that from Studio Z today. I want you to stand on the parable of the gas. That when everything else is going bad, God will show up in your situation and make a way out of no way. And until we meet again, may you be about the Father's business. inspiration and encouragement there's more of that in alan's next podcast so be sure to subscribe so you won't miss it we welcome your comments and questions as well as your own story of your moment with god that has changed your life keep in touch with an email to alan at realstories.us alan at realstories.us and don't forget the god who is with us is the god who loves us